Hey everybody, welcome back to the Florida Podcast. This is your host, Brandon Holland. It is Monday, October 26th, 2020. Happy Monday, everybody. Hopefully y'all having a fantastic day today so far. It's Florida Market Monday. Before I get into that, I just want to say, come on, Rays, you can do this. Unfortunately, they are down three games to two. They have the day off today and will continue game six tomorrow night, eight o'clock. Rays are going to have to win two in a row against this Dodger team. Dodgers are phenomenal. They've been knocking on the door for the past few years, but hopefully the Rays can find a way to get a win tomorrow. Then game seven would be on Wednesday. Anything can happen in a seventh game. So best of luck tomorrow, gentlemen. I know I'll probably talk a little bit more about the series tomorrow. Also had a chance to watch the Bucks beat down the Raiders yesterday. So all in all, Decent weekend. So let's get into this Florida Market Monday content. I'm going to start off with some updated economic data from the Labor and Statistics website. Then I'll get into the stimulus package that's being negotiated or not being negotiated on Capitol Hill. And then also someone asked me a question about some of the websites I use to get data for Florida economic stuff. So I'll just go ahead and give that information out as well. That way, if it's through, if it's during the week and y'all want to go look up information on your own, I'll give you the websites that I use. So always trying to make sure that I'm giving y'all the content that y'all ask for. So again, looking at the September 2020 labor and statistics data for the state of Florida right now, our unemployment is sitting at 7.6%. It's important to remember the data on that website is always going to be obviously a month behind. So next month we'll get into November. They'll gather all of the data from October and post that information next month. So the data that I am giving to you today was extracted on October 20th. So this is the most up-to-date of the data content that I found. Again, unemployment right now at 7.6% in the state. In August, it was 7.3%. I mean, you just look at it. It just gives you basically the change in the same time period from last year in terms of all of the labor force data. So if you go on the website, you'll see civilian labor force, unemployment, employment, unemployment rate, and then it breaks it down into a bunch of different sectors too. So you have non-farm wage and salary employment, and then, I mean, mining and lodging and construction, manufacturing, trade, transportation, and utilities, information, financial activities, professional and business services, education and health services, leisure and hospitality, other services, and government. So it really does a phenomenal job of breaking down each individual sector. We know that our number one sector in the state of Florida in terms of our economy is going to be the leisure and hospitality industries. And just it's still still so crazy to look at the numbers. If you go back to April of 2020, the difference was 41% in terms of unemployment. Employment when COVID, I mean, COVID has just lit up the leisure and hospitality industry. Fast forward, it's still down, reported in September of this year, obviously, it's still down 18.7% from where it was at this time or where it was in September of 2019. So 
We are. We're trying. We're so close to this election. Hopefully, after the election is over, everybody can take a breath for 10 minutes and we can really get to work and figure out how we can bring this thing back with the federal government, regardless of who is in office. You know, there's still a lot of things that that need to get done. So, again, this is a phenomenal, phenomenal website. This is BLS.gov. And so you can break it down by any state, obviously. And it'll give you the information. Just go on there, look for Florida, click on that, and it will give you, it'll see on the, you'll see on the page, it'll say economy at a glance, and you can go through all of the numbers. Like I said, the main thing I wanted to hit on was the unemployment, which is at 7.6% right now. So, I mean, that's up 7.3 in August, 7.6 in September. So, again, I just, I've said it before, not very optimistic. That I, that I think we would see drastic changes until after the election. So we'll see how that goes. But some of the other crucial websites that I, I like to look at, if it's COVID information, like I'm going to drop tomorrow, FloridaHealthCOVID19.gov is the site that I, I go to to get the information. I love that site. They update it daily. So I really enjoy going to get my COVID information from them. Obviously, I just gave you the website for the labor and statistics Website web page, Florida Jobs, FloridaJobs.org is another good resource that talks a lot about the uh, Florida economic policy in terms of unemployment, especially right now. And it also has a lot of different resources on there for programs that are offered in the state of Florida, especially with COVID going on. A lot of different things are listed on there. So that's a great website to check out. Also, the Florida Chamber of Congress, that's flchamber.com. That's a great website to go on as well. They have a lot of economic data and a lot of different topics that you can see on that website pertaining to the state of Florida. And you can also join the Florida Chamber of Commerce if you would like to, if you do business with the state of Florida. I am going to become a member pretty soon of the Chamber of Commerce, so pretty excited about that. Next, if you want information regarding the Florida election. I mean, I know we're pretty close, but obviously we're going to have several elections afterwards, two years, more elections. So ballotpedia.org is a great website that has a lot of data that you can see. And if you want to see the money, which is extremely important, OpenSecrets, OpenSecrets.org is a phenomenal website to use so you can track candidates and their financing or how they're financing their campaigns. So, again, that was just a question that I was asked. So I definitely wanted to give that information out to y'all. If you have any other questions, always feel free. Email me at thefloridapodcast at gmail.com. Always want to make sure that I'm giving you all the content that y'all want to hear here in the state of Florida. And, of course, my people that are listening outside of Florida, I love y'all as well. And I think that is a good transition to make. Now we're going to get into the federal government, going to get into the stimulus package. It, it's one of those situations where I feel as though sounding exactly the same every Monday, but it's a stalemate. That's pretty much where we are. I did a podcast last week talking about Nancy Pelosi. It was actually my Minneapolis part seven, but I talked about Nancy Pelosi and the political games that are being played right now. So you know, it's between her and Steven Mnuchin. Those are the only, those are the two people that are negotiating this thing. And 
They met Friday, and Nancy Pelosi gave Mnuchin a list of concerns, which is, again, political theater. We know what the list we know what the number one topic is. It's state and local government funding. And that that's even, they're just saying that now. So at least, you know, give them some credit for just being honest and telling the American people what the holdup is. But that's what that's where we are because where the Democrats are, they want $436 billion for state and local governments. But the key is they want the flexibility to use those funds on expenses that happen pre-COVID. I mean, I, I, I've been saying this. I mean, they, they've come out and at least, like I said, at least they've come out and actually just said it now. And Mitch McConnell and the Republicans are at $300 billion and they want strict limitations because Trump himself is quoted saying Nancy Pelosi wants to bail out poorly run Democratic states. And that is the absolute truth. That is 100% the issue here. And it's her trying to hide those funds in this large, massive package. And basically, we could have a deal done. A deal could be done if Nancy Pelosi would just sign the paper. And not even just talking about signing a large stimulus package. She could have signed, she could sign a paper because Republicans are all on board. I read the letter to y'all last week or two weeks ago. There was a coalition of Democrats, it was bipartisan, it was Republicans and Democrats who wrote Nancy Pelosi a letter saying, we need to get this done. And basically, get it done, even if it's just a smaller bill. Because that they, that's what could be done. That could be done. <laughs> a standalone bill to put money in everybody's pocket, another stimulus check, our money, by the way, not their money, our money, a stimulus check. PPP funds for small businesses and money for the airline industry that could be passed today. But right now the political game is Nancy Pelosi is waiting for the election to see if the Democrats win the Senate right now, the Democrats control the house of representatives. So I'm thinking that she's thinking they're going to win the house again, but she's waiting to see if they can also win the Senate and then she can introduce a different stimulus package after that because she'll have a Democratic-run House and a Democratic-run Senate, and she'll have a better chance of getting everything that she wants in that bill, <sighs> regardless of who's in office. So, you know, and if Joe Biden wins and, you know, they have the House and they also get the Senate, then the stimulus package will be like $10 trillion because she'll just give money to everyone at that point. But the issue is no matter what, the way this is going to play out if i mean there's obviously there's no way that in my opinion that they're going to get uh, anything done before the election and just keep in mind that if the democrats do get the house i mean if they do get the senate they retain the house and do get the senate that means that nancy pelosi will wait until the middle of january because that's when everybody's term is up they'll all leave january 20th and she will then be able to get a stimulus package more to her liking probably signed off on so the american people will continue to suffer until 2021 i mean that's just the way it is so we will see i hate ending on negative notes but i feel like i, I mean i'm trying to find the positive the positivity in all this i mean the state of florida we're you know bars are back again 100 percent and 
everybody's getting just about back to normal. Still, the mask thing is starting to become an issue again because a lot of people are, especially at the gym, are like, yeah, I'm not wearing them, not wearing masks anymore. So we'll see. The I guess the silver lining is that we're close to the election. Things will things will at least we'll know what we're working with next week and we can go from there. So everybody just everybody just do your part. Vote next week and we will see what happens. That is gonna be it for today. I'll be back with y'all tomorrow for Tough Talk Tuesday. Until next time, this is the Florida Podcast signing off. <laughs>